Coast Gold. I think the first and most obvious question to ask you guys is, last I checked, you were living in KZN, happily South African, and the next thing, you were in China. How did the move to China go for you as a couple? How did it come about? And um, how's it been? I mean, you've been there for a while now. Have you settled in? Everything going all right, other than the obvious um, issues with the virus? Morning, Gorge. It wasn't quite a sudden thing. Kirsty was interested in getting some international teaching experience. So we sort of played around with applying for jobs here and there. And so it wasn't quite sudden. It was a five-month affair while getting things in order. And then when we got the go-ahead, then, yeah, that, that was quick, fast, and in a hurry. So, yeah, settling down, we settled into the routine and enjoying it. Enjoying it, and it's incredibly different. I mean, the whole lifestyle, everything is just unexplainable. Yeah, I think that would be my my next uh, follow-up question would be culturally very different. Uh, Are there a lot of Westerners there, a lot of expats in China? Have you made friends with people from other countries other than Chinese people? And have you made friends with Chinese people? Hi, Gordon. Yes, we actually, surprisingly enough, are in a building and unbeknown to me, we ended up teaching at the same school as um, we five South Africans teaching at our school, the British International School. And we live in the same apartment building and we actually, four of us come from the same town. So that was quite a, a shock. Well, it is indeed a small place. We've made friends with Chinese people. We have a lot of um, friends from school and then we just, being very friendly, we talk to people and they ask for your WeChat because you talk on WeChat here and so you develop friendships very quickly and they are very open um, nation to new friends. Uh, okay guys, let's let's deal with, uh, with the uh, Wuhan coronavirus. It's now being given a technical name which I'm not going to give you but we know it as Wuhan coronavirus. Uh, coronavirus is not new in the world. Uh, the common cold or the flu is a form of coronavirus. At what point did you begin to become concerned um, with the reports that were going around that there was an issue, uh, a virus issue uh, in, in China? And did you think about rushing home or were you just, I'm going to stick this up? You know, there's been so many conflicting reports, not just here, but internationally. And I think when we realized, we as the expats here realized there was like something really serious going on was when we heard from other expats in Wuhan that um, that actually shut Wuhan down. Um, and some of the videos of people collapsing in the streets started doing the rounds. We're like, whoa, okay. Now, I'll remembering that this all took place over the Chinese New Year, the Spring Festival, many expats actually went home for that period of time because we were shut down for, well, not shut down, we were on, on holiday. holiday for two, two and a half weeks type of thing. So a lot of people took the chance and went home. Obviously, our, our knee-jerk reaction was... Let's oh, go home. <laughs> oh no! Let's get out of here before it before it hits us, type of thing. But um, yeah, I'll let Kirsty explain our thought pattern behind where we are now. Well, we decided that you know, um, if we were, you get the silent carriers as well. They're asymptomatic, so you could be a carrier and not know. And if we had to get on a plane and carry that home with us, I've got 
um, young grandchildren at home and those are the people that I would go and stay with. So then maybe I'd pass it on to them or otherwise we'd go and visit um, Ollie's mom and Ollie's mom is uh, not well. She can't um, be exposed to any kind of cold or flu viruses because she's got respiratory problems. So in that respect, we would be maybe bringing something home to our families. So we decided we would um, not do that. We would rather stick it out here and see how it goes until everything becomes clearer. Wow, guys, that's really, really interesting to hear you say that. Okay, so explain the lockdown at the moment. Uh, What can you do? What can't you do? Are you basically a prisoner in your home? Um, and are you allowed to go out at all? And are the roads really, um, and the streets outside, like a ghost town? There's no one out there. The lockdown has just gotten tighter and tighter uh, as we've gone. Um, this week, they suddenly set up uh, little tent articles manned with uh, police as well as um, community, community forum members. Uh, remembering this is communist China, so uh, a lot of everything um, really gone the way of communists would operate and the community looks after itself type of thing. So at this point in time, our building, we're free to roam the building, so we're not locked inside of our apartment, we can go up to the roof, go to any floor you like, walk around, up and down the stairs, etc. However, the one exit of our apartment which led on to the street has been chained shut which forces you to use the other um, entrance exit which leads on to sort of the back end of um, the other buildings they sort of semi-escort you we've got a, a, a grocery store very nearby in fact it's part of the building it's downstairs so it's line of sight and yeah you just don't want to you don't want to cross the boundaries and get arrested the streets there's actually a lot more people about when i say a lot more um a couple of times prior to this intense lockdown we were out and about we saw maybe maximum of 10 people in a five kilometer radius that we walked but a lot of the industries are um opening up again um started opening from monday no yesterday yesterday tuesday yeah so there is a lot more movement um out and about but however it's it's not even like a tenth of what it was prior to the spring festival and prior to this corona outbreak not even a tenth it's um, there's still some bus routes that aren't running there's um uh, the a lot ground rail where the subways, subways aren't still running. not running the private taxis are very few and far between in fact they've stopped a good uh, a, a lot of them yeah there's only a few out so it's very but, difficult and also only being allowed to be one person out you know um, i'm actually not sure how those who are supposed to be working, working. if there's more than one person working in a family how do they get out we haven't been told that yeah um you guys think you don't have much information i think we get even less yeah at at the exit point you have it's compulsory to have your temperature taken and also when you return and in the shop when you go into the shop any shop anywhere you enter they they are it's compulsory that you have to have your temperature taken and if your temperature is above 37.3 degrees you are not allowed to exit wherever you are, or nor are you allowed to enter wherever you are. They keep you there. And you are then, um, well, we, we, we can't say that, but we assume you are then reported and you will be taken to, taken the quarantine, to a quarantine center, which apparently you just don't want to go there. I mean, if you're just suffering from a, a bit of a 
a headache and a, and a mild cold or something that's something that's not minor, related to the coronavirus if you end up you could be in deep trouble there, all of a sudden. you could actually end up with it with, being locked up with people that do have it so yeah. there we have a bit of an issue so with that's a that major, major concern yeah um we're all fine we, we're good at the moment we don't have anything wrong with us thank heavens for that okay so you guys are getting up to something interesting um on your social networks you've been posting quite regularly i see it kind of started off uh, just informally letting people know that you're okay and the like and then sneaking out for the odd run here and there you also seem to be doing a lot of fitness stuff um, tell us more about the stuff that you're posting on facebook and how can people follow it if they want to i think it's really interesting um, a South African couple in China under lockdown uh, sharing how to keep themselves busy while locked down. So we sort of run out of ideas and said to the friends on Facebook, hey, come up with some ideas for us to do, which has gotten bigger and bigger. And one person shared something and another and another. And as, as per social networks go, it's sort of got bigger, big very quick and we have a lot of people showing a hell of a lot of support from all around the world Mexico Canada New Zealand Australia uh, quite a number of states in America not to mention um, many many South Africans have been fabulous sending us messages stay strong God bless uh, it's been incredible absolutely amazing and um, someone said Listen, put your things on YouTube. Um, so that's what we've done. How to follow us? I have no idea. I don't know how this... <laughs> I'm not sure how this stuff works too well. Um, obviously, my Facebook is Oliver Boys. It is open. You're welcome to follow and take it from there. Uh, the YouTube channel, I'm not sure how that works. But the links are on But I do, I do put the link on my Facebook. Facebook. Um, we're just an ordinary couple in an absolutely surreal situation. And trying to make the best of it so we really do appreciate all the messages it's, it's yeah, gives yeah. us a lot of courage and hope and determination to see it through yeah you know we have some some down times and some yeah, really human <laughs> yeah no it happens it happens so yeah but that's that's us um and of course humor humor is just like our best weapon yeah it's the best medicine it absolutely is and i think we're both crazy enough to get through this i won't say unscathed but <laughs> How much more nuts can you be than nuts? East Coast Gold. East Coast Gold.